Welcome once again to the E-Bone Zone, as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 334th time on this Friday, March 28, 2023. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, Misspelled and Misflavored. There's a lot of things you can find on TikTok. Dances, recipes, conspiracies, and even people ordering fast food. Take, for example, the person we're discussing this week. She went viral after receiving her order and she started filming because she noticed something unusual had happened. Her video has racked up over 4.5 million views so far, and let's go ahead and dive into why. This woman had a speech impediment, which most people could overlook, and that would be no big deal. But the workers on staff at the Chick-fil-A she had gone to spelled her name on her order to include her lisp. Instead of Joyce, spelled J-O-Y-C-E, they spelled it J-O-Y-T-H. Now, at first glance, you could say this was all in good fun because the person at the speaker said that her lisp was cute. But then on the other side of the issue, you just got to wonder why it happened in the first place. You got to think on this one a bit, because some people are insecure about their speech impediments, and maybe she was one of them. So in that situation, it's cause to be really careful. After finding out about this situation, several TikTok users directed their attention back to Starbucks, a coffee chain that we've discussed before on the podcast, who are known by many to misspell the names of their customers on their cups. This happens so often, in fact, that there have been multiple videos made about it on the platform. My advice to them is that if you don't know how to spell it, Just ask. That's what I end up doing sometimes, and for me, I see no shame in it because I see it this way. It's better to ask and be right than to wing it and be wrong. And before we get to the rest of the episode, I'd like you to hear a word from my friends at McNutter Butter Coffee. The morning cup of coffee. It's an American tradition, smooth and full of flavor. Just the thing you need to get your day roaring to a start. But not all coffee is created equal. And if it's quality you crave, choose McNutter Butter Coffee. McNutter Butter is whole beans, so you can grind it yourself with the assurance of the freshest cup possible every time. Try the classic Good Morning Neighbor, a smooth all-day coffee. Enjoy in the morning to start your day or relax in the evening having a cup with a friend. Coffee Doodle Doo, a roast that's fit for a cowboy with a smoky flavor and a smooth finish. Or my personal favorite, Beanin' For You, the coffee that will put a pep in your step with some great flavor. You can also freshen up with a McNutter Butter Facial Scrub. The saying is true. The only thing better than our coffee is sharing it with friends. To find out more, visit McNutter Butter Coffee on Facebook. This week, I would like to continue a tradition that I hold very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of Psalms. Psalm chapter 118, verse 6 says, The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can men do unto me? I'm in the middle of a devotional on fear right now, and earlier this week, I noticed something about this verse. There's this one part of the verse, The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. And that got me thinking. Anytime we experience something for the first time, there's two sides to the experience. There's faith, and then there's fear and we have to decide which will follow. Take Israel, for example, when they were going to the Promised Land. God told them, Be strong and of good courage, for the Lord your God, He is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you 
nor forsake you. So no matter what comes at us, in either fear or in faith, God will be with us because he'll never leave nor forsake. So because God is always with us, because he will never abandon his children, we can step out of fear and into faith. Like this verse says, what can men do unto me? What do we have to be afraid of? Because we have the creator on our side. And that courage that I mentioned, well, that courage comes from doing what's right in spite of fear. And since everyone has fear, everybody has the capacity to be courageous. Just take David, for example. I bet, you know, I bet he was scared half to death facing Goliath on the battlefield with just a couple of smooth stones and Goliath's over here and he's big and he's got this shield and a spear and a sword and hundreds of thousands of Philistine warriors at his side ready to take on any enemy that dares oppose him. But here's the thing. David didn't just come to Goliath with five smooth stones. No, that's what he was going to use to beat Goliath. He came at Goliath in the name of the Most High God. So the fact that God was with him made him bold and courageous. God gave him the strength that he needed to bring Goliath down. And he can do the same for us. He can give us the strength. He can give us the confidence. He can give us the courage. He can give us the boldness to bring whatever is scaring us, whatever is making us insecure, whatever is making us draw up and draw away from him down. Sometimes the internet can be a pretty cool place. Other times, well, not so much. And that's why I've taken it upon myself to dive back into the depths of Twitter to see which side of the coin we're presented with this week. This week's hashtag is worst times to break out in song. The first response to this week's hashtag is when you're out to dinner for your birthday. You know, that's always awkward, the happy birthday song at a restaurant, because you never really know what you're supposed to do. Am I supposed to sing with them? Am I supposed to clap when they're done? Am I supposed to clap and try to keep time with their singing? Am I supposed to look at the person who's singing and act like it's the best thing I've ever heard? I, I'm just not sure. I'm, I'm so confused. And the next worst time to break out into song is when you've forgotten the lyrics. Yeah, we'll just go ahead and chalk that one up as a sign to just keep your mouth shut because you don't want to be that person who doesn't know where they're at in the song because they haven't heard it in a while. And then your unplanned solo comes when everybody else drops out and then you and everybody else within earshot have to face the reality that you don't know the words to Steppenwolf's Born to be Wild. Yeah, that could be that could be really awkward. Just, you know, take a back seat on this one. And the third response is at a mime convention. Okay, if you're participating, sure, I can see that. But what about people that are just walking past? Do they have to abide by the rules of mime until they get through your area and into another one? Or do the rules just not apply to them at all if they're not involved? I think that these are the questions that should be answered before there's another mime convention. Because those of us that aren't mimes, those of us that don't do those kinds of things, when we're just walking past, we don't know what to do. So if you could just maybe send an ambassador to go on Facebook Live or something from the MIME convention, wherever your headquarters is at, and straighten these things out for us, I'd appreciate it. And the last worst time to break out in song is during a flash mob that's singing a different song. Okay, this goes back to my point with not knowing the lyrics, because if you sing a different song than what the crowd is singing, that's worse. Because, hear me out, just, just think about this for a second. You can cover it up if you don't know the lyrics. 
You can lip sync it along. You can fake it till you make it, as they say. But if you don't know the song, and you know you don't know the song, but you're singing with a full throat and a full heart anyway, eventually somebody's going to notice. Like if in a ball game, the crowd is singing the national anthem, and then you break out into song with Jason Aldean's Dirt Road Anthem, you're going to stick out like a sore thumb. So in this case, I'd say it's better to follow the crowd. Because I think about it this way. Even if you have no idea where you're at, even if you have no idea what you're doing, there's a good chance that the collective singing will mask the fact that you have no idea what's going on. If I asked you what flavor that green gummies would be, what would you say? Green apple? Lime? What about watermelon? You'd be correct in guessing most of the time if you had any of those flavors in mind, but in the case of Haribo Gold Bears, you'd be way off the mark to say the least. In most bags of the candy, the green was actually a strawberry flavor. And when I first saw this, it didn't make much sense. But if we take a look at a statement from Haribo, they might clear it up for us. Haribo's mission is to inspire childlike happiness through our gummy treats. And we love surprising consumers with fun flavor, shape, color, and texture combinations. Strawberry Gold Bear being green is a perfect example of a surprise and delight. And we want to make sure Raspberry Gold Bear shines on its own as red, along with orange, lemon, and of course pineapple. Okay, when you put it that way, you got me. It kind of makes sense. Before reading that, the only conclusion I could have drawn from a green strawberry-flavored gummy is that it's either meant to be flavored like a berry that isn't fully ripe yet, or that it's meant to emulate the flavor of the leaves on top of the berry. I'll just go with what Haribo says, because neither of my ideas make too much sense in the first place. And even if they did, I'll just go ahead and quote Johnny Depp in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Ew, no one would buy it. When this thing hit the internet, a lot of people were confused by the revelation, with one commenter saying they'd be calling the police. You can call the police about the flavor of a gummy bear, and they pick up the phone and tell you, I'm sorry, but this is not a police issue. Goodbye. Or on the other hand, you call them and you get the complete opposite response. Boy, am I glad you called. I've been wondering about that for years. Well, this isn't a police issue. I'll still voice my concern to the main office because a green strawberry flavored gummy just doesn't seem right. Yeah, I think Haribo got what they were aiming for here. A surprise is definitely what I'd call this. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. And if you want more from the podcast, visit the website, www.ebonezone.com. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember... Keep an ear out.